BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. It's now time for News Headlines with Molly on a big party show New driving uh, law went into effect in Iowa, and it allows police to pull over drivers who are suspected of texting as a primary offense. Before, it used to be something where if they had already had you pulled over, they could cite you on that. But now this is the beginning of texting being the initial reason why you're getting pulled over. And in some municipalities in Iowa, they're using undercover plainclothes policemen and plainclothes vehicles to, uh, to capture people doing violating the state's new ban i guess the iowa state patrol according to the omaha world herald has had troopers pose as construction workers Ooh. or in plain clothes riding in an rv sort of really? like the, that sounds like the village people when a cop uh, dresses <laughs> up like a construction worker ymca <laughs> somebody's switching spots somebody's oh trying to uh, <laughs> officer gary you're getting a little bit too in character i saw you had jean shorts on that was weird <laughs> So working the site. Uh, troopers, I guess, made 17 stops in a three-hour period. And they issued five citations, two warnings for texting during yeah. this time when they were doing this out in Dubuque County. All driving dirty, man. We're all guilty of it. Yes, How are. are you going to break us of this habit? It's like I, we got a sickness, man. We're all addicted to the phone. You got to charge you a lot. I mean, fine you a lot. I don't know what the fines are in Iowa, but um, it, it's got to hurt. Right, yes. I mean, it's really yeah. got to hurt, man. So, you know, a couple hundred dollars will hurt instantly. Uh, so, I mean, I guess we have wow. to think back. There was a time, like, for our parents when the idea of, like, wearing seatbelts was, you know, like, I got to wear a seatbelt. Right. And now I can't even imagine getting into a car. I mean, we were all raised where you wore seatbelts, you know? How about, I mean, how about, how about the law that you can't throw trash outside your car window? That might sound weird to some. Oh, yeah. But we remember when we were kids, people didn't fear the fear of getting trash trouble. Trashing. Now you would be like, well, one, you don't do that. And two, you get a ticket. Yeah. Right. Like in the seventies, people treated their car window like it was a trash can. Mm-hmm. You would throw, they would throw a full cup. Of I'm serious. Ice. Yeah. People oh yeah. Would go to, you'd get fast food. You eat your food. You pass the bag around. Everybody puts all their trash in the bag and then you throw it out the window. That's <laughs> crazy. I remember watching, I think it was like a Mad Men episode where they all were having a picnic. Yeah, yeah. And they just left all their stuff there, didn't Left they? all their stuff. Like, you, would, you didn't you would, pick up you after would take yourself the after picnic, a picnic. You'd take the picnic blanket with all the trash on it and you'd go, you'd do the magic <laughs> trick for real and you'd dump all of it in the, the grass in the park and then uh, pack your kids up and leave. God, I told the, the youngest 12 year old uh, Oliver, 13 year old, that, that we used to do that growing up. That was just the common thing. The look on his face was total horror. He was like, why? I'm like, yeah. I don't know. You were like, we did a lot of sinning back then. <laughs> so I don't know, will the future look back and think, you guys use cell phones and cars. I can't even believe it. Like, will it be mm-hmm. smoking on an airplane? I think so. I, I think that that's where it's going because kids now are your police. Because they're telling kids in school that, you know, about texting and driving. So my kids have even said it to me before where they see me pick up the phone. They're like, don't do it. Yeah, and they're like, you're breaking the law. I'm like, listen, 
You I'm looking said up di- Shut up. Well, no, but it's like I'm looking up directions. Like I can look up directions, but they're, they're on you. I mean, they're not messing around. We're all supposedly just looking up directions, aren't we? Mm hmm.、Oui. Which is legal to do. Right?、Mm-hmm. Yeah. You can use、yes. it for guidance. You bet. That was the whole deal is that in Iowa, you can use it for GPS、um, and make, to make phone calls to receive emergency traffic and weather alerts. So, those are things that if you're driving and you have the media, but like if you want to send messages, play games, browse the social media, like let's say you want to just go ahead and you know, traipse through the internet while you're driving, that is prohibited. Don't play games while you're driving. And I'm just that. Oh, man. But that's the other thing is that you laugh, but like, you know, especially with Pokemon Go, people were playing that and driving. People were driving to find、Stupid. the Go stuff. Hey, remember the guy that hit a cop、that's、car? The car on video, he hit a cop、yes. car. He's like, I was playing. Whatever happened、oh. to the Pokemon Go? What's the next Pokemon it's Go? It's still going. I、Not、saw people playing、going. it on vacation.、Yeah. You bet. There were people walking down the street. We were in this cute little town in northern Michigan, and these people were on their phone and they're like, Oh, are you looking for directions? Like somebody was being really nice, like, Oh, I'll help you out. And they're like, Now we're playing Pokemon Go. Yeah, yeah, right down the beach. You'll see them. It's, it's still out there for, for a lot. Yeah. You know, but that just、so、to、thing. me just is disgusting. <laughs> You're out in nature. <laughs> But you're looking down at your phone because you're like, I gotta find something entertaining to do. Yeah, it's weird. It's like you're telling the whole world that none of you matter. I'm、uh, doing something here on my bored. phone. Bored. Bored.、Uh, dozens of people are recovering from injuries after a to- tornado swept through Tulsa, Oklahoma over the weekend. The National Weather Service is confirming that it was an EF2 tornado that touched down in Midtown Tulsa. Winds got up to over 100 miles an hour, but they're saying that emergency sirens didn't activate, that the storm came up and the tornado struck so quickly that they didn't even get a chance to, to, to put out the emergency sounding device.、Um, uh, luckily, people in, in Oklahoma are pretty weather wary. You know, I mean,、mm-hmm. I think they tend to look up at the skies, maybe text each other and、It's、go, hey.、Like、tornado Alley, is it not? Yeah. yeah. It's on Now, the edge. Usually the storms start up in Oklahoma City and they,、okay. they rip west to east,、uh-huh. headed toward Tulsa, and they usually dissipate. I'm not saying Tulsa doesn't get spooky weather, but that tornado Alley is usually it's coming, it's starting、um, south. And west of Oklahoma City, and it's always buzzing along that track. It's like、okay. there's a groove in the earth. Oh, God. Now, with, the, with Tulsa, is it part of that, is that part of that area where they can't dig basements because of the limestone? That's what they, they used to tell us. So I lived there briefly, and nobody has basements. So you didn't have, you know, run to the basement. There wasn't a run to the basement. What do you do? What do they do? You just cry do? and scream.、Bathroom. No, I think they're kind of stiff upper lip, Oklahomans, where they're like, they have a, a shelter, but they're above、bunkers. ground. Wow.、Yeah. Okay. Do、right. you remember that was the big pushback after what was it, Joplin? And they were saying they're like, these schools, why don't these schools have mandatory? And they're like, do you know what the price is for putting in one of those storm bunkers? Because that was the big thing. Because remember, it hit a school. It,、yeah. went, by, it、yeah. went by a school, and they were all like, well, there's no basement because you can't dig. So I just was wondering if Tulsa was like that too.、Mm. But it's, yeah, it's thankfully, that, nobody. That tough Oklahoma clay. Nobody,、uh, no deaths reported, but、um, there, was, there was a lot of damage and、uh, people were injured. If you're looking for where Americans go during the summer, I guess the New York Times broke it all down. They did this、uh, very thorough investigation of Facebook check in places. Okay. And they analyzed the states and the top places, that, the top locations that people visit by state. In Nebraska, it's Guatemala. 
That's the big one that when we go and we travel,、um, that, that's Guatemala.、Huh? I guess so. Just one, it, it, Americans go when they travel abroad during the summer vacation season. So this isn't like where we, you know, this isn't like, you know, we,、oh, we went down to the Ozarks or、Guatemala. whatever. This is like when we grab a passport and go, Guatemala was the number one, followed by Togo. South Sudan, Germany, and Ireland. Right, I know a lot of people in Omaha. Worst statistics. Yeah, I don't know anyone that's gone to any of those places. That, that isn't、travel. that interesting? No, but isn't、right. it interesting? So, like, they broke it all down. I guess this is when people travel abroad during the summer vacation season. These are the unusual findings from this study. I guess, in, like, for example, Arkansas, people there like to vacation in the Marshall Islands. Is this in, Wallet、uh, Hub? No, 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 no. This is New York Times.、Oh. They did a study of Facebook check in places. I guess in Iowa, Bosnia, and Herzegovina. So maybe. Probably people going know, two home. Two people go over to Bosnia and they check in someplace. Like, do you guys Facebook check in? Do you always Facebook check in? I don't.、Actually. I don't do it all the time. I, I, I'll tag photos where it's at. But、uh, anymore, if, if you take a photo somewhere and post it, they'll tell you where you're at. I know. You know just they'll like, ask they, if you want to tag. Yeah, I'm like, all right.、Um, I just thought it was interesting with summer vacations that people, you know, where people. We're choosing to go.、Um, I, a lot of people like in the Pacific Northwest, Canada. I mean, and a lot of people like in the Southwest, Mexico. I mean, I think a lot of it's probably there. I mean, if you look, maybe there's a big Bosnian population in Iowa and they choose to spend their summer vacation going back home and, and seeing family. We had a listener who used to, he was like a shoe salesman、mm-hmm. at、uh, Von Bar, I think. Oh, yeah, Von Bar. Yeah, he used to listen to the show. Yeah. He's, he's from. I believe Sarajevo. Yeah. But came over here during the Bosnian War. Remember that happened in the, what, early 90s? Yeah. That was terrible. Sarajevo? The genocide? Like the Olympics.、Mm-hmm. The Olympics were in Sarajevo in like 88 or something.、And、you know, this、after. cosmopolitan city, you know, that just was blown apart. I mean, how did we not watch stories like that and think, when's that coming here? <laughs> so Bosnias are, not Bosnia, but, uh, Uh, <laughs> Guatemala. Guatemala. Apparently, that is the big international、uh, destination of choice come summer if you are from Nebraska.、Uh, we already know that what you wear and what you own can be indicators of where you stand on the socioeconomic ladder, but apparently, there are parts of our socioeconomic status that are just how we look. Researchers like, went through photos. Um, and they said that、uh, they, they were able to,、uh, they were, it cropped the faces so participants couldn't see height and they just put the photos in grayscale. So it's not like you could necessarily check out, like, if they have blue eyes or whatever. And I guess、uh, they were, it said that there are certain indicators of,、uh, of, of wealth. In general, any sign of positivity seen on the face correlated that that person must be wealthy. <laughs> Money can make the difference between a bright eyed picture of happiness and a stressed out, harried look of help. I'm in debt.、Um, but I guess the, they did this like、so、you very. Can, you can see poor. You can see Rest, poor. What if I have resting poor face? <laughs> like Jeff has resting poor face. <laughs> Smile. It makes you look wealthy.、Mm-hmm. <laughs> look smug. I guess first impressions can perpetuate class differences. People who look stressed and poor will not get jobs over people who look relaxed and rich. What a terrible、so like, study. I know, isn't this awful? Like, well, yeah, we've like- all seen a homeless guy doesn't usually have the greatest look on his face. <laughs> 
I know. Wondering where his next meal's coming from or where he's going to sleep tonight. Yes. You can change what you wear, but the idea is you, you know, can you change your face? Well, if you're doing obviously facial cues, like <laughs> smiling, I don't know. You so, can sm- <laughs> if the guy's standing on the corner with the sign, how, right. that's what I was thinking of is like, look at, look at that guy's face. I mean, how can you not? As Feel much as something. people get upset about it, you know, everywhere now in Omaha, but it's like, look at the face. It seems, seem, looks pretty legit to me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we all have that moment. You're like, oh, dude. Uh, you don't want to be in that moment. Come on, I mean, man. I saw some video. I'll try and look and smile, but I do the same thing. You're like, look at my phone, play with the radio. Awkward. <laughs> Guy standing. You know, a lot of, I always have my windows down. So I roll up. Oh, you got roll. the window down. There's a, there's another human within arms length. I could touch him. He's got a sign that he pulls out of his backpack every day. He's got like ten different signs he rolls out. Yeah, that's a good. Whatever guy. he's feeling, <laughs> having that eaten, day. hungry, and you got to do that whole like, I just, uh, <laughs> what's Ooh. up, dude? Awkward. I'm gonna. Weird eye contact, not have eye contact. I, I don't know what to do. I really don't. I mean, I live out here in in the Millard area, and and that Walmart and, and uh, um, Sam's Club and all that stuff right up the road on L over here. Um, there's always the same people. It's almost like they take, they have their where they go. It's never different. It's the same people. It's always the same people. Yeah, and I, I just don't ever know what to think. I roll my window up, by the way, Jeff. I don't. <laughs> I don't I can't reach out and touch him because I won't let my window open for some reason. I'm a jerk. I'm a big old jerk. They're like, man. look at that face. Old jerk. That face says rich jerk. <laughs> Fiddling with his radio with that smug smile on his face. Yes. And you're like, no, dude, trust me. I'm living paycheck it, to paycheck too. Has anyone out there in the audience, you can call, um, ever approached someone who's standing on the corner and had a conversation? Or do we all just instantly judge, like, whatever, oh, you have a cell phone. Too. There's, like, big-hearted people that give them a bottle of water and a sandwich, but you'll get the cynical guys who'll be like, you know, I'm sure we'll get nine callers that'll go, dude, I offered the guy food, water, a job. He didn't want any of that. Just wanted money. I'm sure there are people that are genuine panhandlers, and they're mm-hmm. working the system. Yeah, yeah. And I'm saying, me and you, on your average moment, how can you tell the difference, and you feel like you, your humanity is dying when you can't acknowledge somebody. I just try and look at him and go, how are you doing? Like, how's your day? I still have this weird wall of, like, I'm not going to give you anything because... That's how our society uh, is. It's you versus me. And I feel like I'm losing. I'm safe in this box. I hope they make eye contact with me when I'm in your spot. Where'd you get your sign? Because <laughs> I'm going to need one. <laughs> that is your news update on Omaha's number one hit music station, Channel 941. Omaha's number one hit music station, Channel 941. The Big Party Morning Show. Uh, hello, who's this? Hi, this is Courtney. Hi, Courtney. What's up? What can we do for you? Well, I heard you guys talking about the panhandlers. And so my uncle does counseling for like this particular organization. And after they're done counseling, they say like, all right, we're going to go cardboard fishing. And so a lot of these guys like have jobs and they are out doing their thing. But they when they're done, they just. It's like for extra cash. They just call it cardboard fishing. 
Oh, yeah, and you think that's really? true. We've heard all these cynical stories that they're like, they yeah. totally have a, bo- a boardroom job. That's a CEO. It's like, really? Who's going to well, stand on the corner? Well, the thing I is, like just, a CEO, but I guess when you think about it, those people standing on the corner, panhandling or not, with the cardboard, they, I guess we could consider them as working. Yeah, you could break it down on how they're much working. you averagely make in an hour, right. so you could call it an hourly wage. But you right. still have to you stand know, on a corner and be recognized by yeah. everybody in the city, right? If you're from the city, I'm guessing, see, I don't know. I, I'm guessing if I was to choose to do so, I, I would have to go to a different city. I feel I like would. there's got to be an easier way to make a living. That's I mean, what I'm saying. I, I mean, yeah. that's Molly. like the, you know, I'm with you. Oh, yeah. I mean, I mean, it's like one of those, I, I don't know. I mean, I don't like outside that much. I certainly don't like approaching strangers at all. So this would be like my worst nightmare. Like if I were at a job training seminar and they're like, you know, the job for you would be to panhandle. Right. It would be a I mean, wrong We should do like a, a social experiment. It's like if you're good at it, then you might be pretty good at sales too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> a lot of things. You bet. Um, well, I saw one guy like on 50th and Center, and he was pretty honest. I mean, his sign straight up said money for Viagra. And I was a little offended by it just because I was in Denver earlier that week, and there was a guy, he didn't have like any hands. I think he didn't have like one of his feet. Um, and he wasn't asking for anything, but he was just sitting on the side of the road. And then, um, we gave him a sandwich and everything. And when we tried to approach him and say like, Hey, you know, like, can we help you? That sort of thing. He didn't acknowledge us or anything. He was just looking at the ground. Well, he was deaf as well. Did you give him any Viagra? (laughs) No, he wasn't the one asking for Viagra. (laughs) He wasn't asking for anything, but you know, it was just the point being, you know, he was the one that actually needed something and he wasn't asking for anything. Okay. You know, and then you have people out there that who have things and they're still asking. So I don't All know. All right. Well, hey, thanks for sharing. We appreciate your call. Yeah. Thanks. I don't, you have a good. You I don't know how you can tell. I don't know how you tell either. Who's legit? I'm just saying. How much do you harden your heart? I don't. It's not like I'm Mr. Charity and giving on every corner. And a buck is just a buck. You know. See, now I'm slowly starting to change. No. Sure. No. <laughs> Until you get to the next stoplight. Right. And you're like, awkward, dude. Play with radio. Huh? Look at the floor. Look at the floor. Look at the floor. How long is this red light? Okay. Green, please. <laughs> then you look over and acknowledge as you're pulling away. Get you next Phew. time. <laughs> oh, man. I just I just uh, saw you. I mean, we sound cynical, but a lot of the, the, the shelters and stuff around town have told us. They're yeah. like, give somebody dignity. Give them a smile. Give them a, you know, how are you? Give them a bottle of water if you wanted to. And give them directions, But basically, right? they're almost saying hand up business cards. It's like leave mm-hmm. it up to the professionals to handle the problem. Yeah. Hello? Who's this? Hello? This is Ashton. Hi, Ashton. So What's not, up? So you're not feeding a habit. Yeah. Um, I actually work at a nonprofit, and we do see a lot of individuals who are homeless. So I was just going to, I guess, give some words from our end. Yeah, what do you okay, think? Okay, cool. Um, so for us, we do see a lot of individuals who come in and they'll talk about, you know, their hardships and, uh, trying to overcome those barriers for us. The best thing is just smiling and acknowledging that they are human. And, you know, sometimes you have people who take advantage of the system. I think in any walk of life, you have that. And so the biggest piece is just acknowledging that they're human. If you've got the time sitting down and maybe helping them find a resource, so they may not have access to the internet like we do. So they may not see everything that's out there. Um, so it's 
just good to sometimes take the time and do that. If you don't, just acknowledging that they're still a human and that they're still a person and that their feelings definitely still matter. Yeah. Okay, well, thank you. Thanks for calling. No. Okay. Of course, if, I hope hopefully I'm not stuck in car, the line behind the car that's giving them internet access on their phone at the light. I <laughs> know, <laughs> oh, you're like, hey, I mean, I appreciate it, but could you at least like pull over? You're obstructing traffic. Hello, what's your name? This is June. Hey, June, what's up? I'm just drive. got home from work. I've been to work all night. All Third right. shift lift. On the way home. Yeah, what's going on? Well, I'm up here in Albion, Nebraska, which is the middle of kind of nowhere, but I love it. But I lived in Kansas City for 17 years before I moved back out here. And there are truly some people that need help, like the last lady said. But, you know, one of the things that we do, or I did when I was in Kansas City, um, was I wrote down the addresses to food, well, put them on the computer and print them up to the food pantries, the homeless shelters, the soup kitchens, because there's those in every town. Right. And then what they choose to do with it's up to them. But, you know, um, I think any of us can be about four paychecks from there. Yeah. Yeah, that's I mean, true. Most people, I mean, <laughs> I don't know. I, I, my husband was killed when I was 27 and I had three kids under the age of eight. And it didn't take me long to realize I'm going to be real called darn broke. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know, that oh I had to God. go out and do something different. So I think any of us, you know, can get to that spot. So it's kind of hard. Maybe it's best just not to judge. Right. Yeah, you're right. You're very right. Hey, thanks for calling. We appreciate your call. You, you have a great day. You yeah. too. Take care. Calling in from Albion, Nebraska. Hello. Hello. Kill 941. Hi, this is Ellie. Hey, Ellie, what's up? Not much, just uh, work basically, but I was listening and I just wanted to say that um, one of the things that I do when I'm in a situation where I'm at a stoplight or something like that and I have the time and the resources to help people, I often ask them what they need because, you know, you can give them resources and stuff like that, but that might not be what they need. They might just need a meal or like a bottle of water or something and, you know, asking is sometimes the best alternative to just like staring off and like kind of ignoring you know yeah, i don't know why i get to that point where i, know, I can't you ask do. don't you ever do that i mean i just it's like the weak m- mode to do but if you, yeah, you pull up at the I light understand. Or... i understand that but sometimes it's like um you know sometimes you ha- like the past couple of people have mentioned you, you have to remember that they're human too so like yeah. you gotta you gotta kind of put it put your uncomfortableness aside for a second and like kind of put yourself in their shoes a little bit. And that's really difficult to do like when you're, you know, on the way to work or something like that, or, um, you don't always have the time, but if you have the time and the resources for it, you should definitely ask. And, um, yeah. you know, I'm going to do it. No, I do like when, when I leave my place, when I leave my place, I'll go one block and pass five people. Yeah. I mean, oh, I am exactly. basically yeah. where right. I live is there's basically someone lives on the corner where I live. Yeah. There's someone there pretty much during yeah. business hours. I'm right by like 72nd and Dodge area. So like that area always has, people on the corners and stuff like that and it's really hard because you want to like help but you know it you don't always have the time and the resources which sucks but like you got to do what you can i guess all right hey thank you so much for calling thank you very much all right take care big-hearted people in omaha i just always always come up like top givers i just always think though if, if you know if that was somebody you knew standing on the corner 
you realize that they've probably exhausted every resource. Every resource. Yeah. So friends and family, they've exhausted that. So now they're standing on a corner. I mean, how does that not make your heart kind of go out? I, I know. know. I know. All right, 838-402-938-9400. Your um, high today going to be upper 70s. Tomorrow we got lower 80s. Now you've depressed us all. I'm sorry. I thought they were going to be funner, more, more fun calls. I try and imagine that Come all on. those people are future voiceover people for Kraft Macaroni and Cheese. <laughs> oh, don't get them started. It's the Kraft Maker. Remember that one? Yes, I do. Where it's... it was in some other town, and they, they found that the guy holding the sign on the corner was a former radio DJ. He had a golden voice. And he got discovered and became the voice of Kraft Mac and Cheese. Mm-hmm. A great meal <laughs> to eat at a homeless camp. <laughs> Omaha's number one hit music station. Channel 94.1. The Big Party Morning Show. Yes, uh, it would appear that Taylor Swift's uh, lawsuit is going to trial. Both sides, it's uh, going to happen in a Denver courtroom. It all stems back to a 2013 incident during like a meet and greet prior to her Red Tour. You know, it was a concert and uh, I guess a local DJ had a chance to take a photo with her backstage and there's this infamous butt grab. She's saying that he touched her. He at some points uh, said that he did too, but now is walking that back and saying, no, it was just, you know, it's just a joke for the photo. And so he's saying he made a joke, mm-hmm. holding his hand back there as if he's right, touching her. But that her, he didn't touch but her. that he didn't touch her. So even from the photo alone, he kind of looks like a jerk because it's like, that wouldn't be very nice. Like no. if we all get a photo with Molly and we're putting her hand back there going, hmm. <laughs> it's almost like the, 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 rever- the skeezier version of rabbit ears. Yeah, mm-hmm. I put rabbit ears behind Molly. She doesn't see it, but I'm going, oh, so, you know, I'm making rabbit ears. Just putting his hand behind her butt like, oh, she doesn't know I'm doing it, but I'm doing it. What a well, and she claims, well, he actually grubbed her. Right. And the funny thing is, I mean, not the funny, but the interesting thing of all this is, is that, I mean, it must be pretty serious because Taylor's actually taking the stand. She's going to testify herself during the trials. I think it's going to last about a week and at some point, Taylor is going to be up on the up on the stand giving testimony. Now, if you thought like, oh, wow, this is must see television. I don't know if there's actually going to be any cameras allowed in the courtroom. I guess there are general assembly seats out at the Denver courtroom, but it's only like 32 spots. And it's like first come, first serve. This almost sounds like a Glee-esque Ooh. music video moment. Like you remember right. um, <laughs> uh, Billy Joel had that whole music video that took took place in court. Yes. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Like, you could, does see couldn't you see Taylor Swift getting up on the stand? And Your the, honor. And then the music starts. She's the judge, rips off, like, the barrister wig. You know, it's got to be, like, the old school. Like, they're in the they're in the big judge's robes and it comes off. And then it's, like, this super glittery dance, backup dancer. Yeah. I think we could handle the choreography. Right. Uh, so there's going to be... I love the show, remember? I did. What happened to it, Molly? I don't know. just kind of got, you know, some of the stars left, and I just, I loved it for a brief moment. But the funny thing was is that I actually fast-forward through the songs. Oh, come <laughs> like, on. I she liked, liked the, the story. show. She yeah, liked, liked the plot line. Okay. But the music would come, and I'd be like, and fast-forward. <laughs> the opposite reason. All right. So Taylor Swift's going to be out in Denver. Sometime this week. Uh, Amber Heard is back on the market. I'm sure Johnny Depp is crying into doing a high five with whoever's nearby. Uh, It was about a year ago that her 
you know, contentious divorce from Johnny Depp wrapped up and she started dating Elon Musk. I don't know if there was any overlap, but that was the deal. And Elon Musk, about a year ago, divorced his wife, um, Tallulah Riley. This was his second time marrying her and divorcing her. And so now Elon Musk is dumping Amber Heard. She's said to be devastated. Well, anytime, let's say the power dynamic was equal. Let's say Amber wanted to get out. But mm-hmm. there's something about if you get dumped, it hits you. Yeah. You yeah. always want to be the dumpy, right? You don't want to be... You don't want to be dumped. Or it's mental. You want to be the dumper, right? Yeah, even if one like I saw out, somebody no. recently that had been in a serious relationship, and I thought she was, like, brokenhearted, so I saw her, and I'm like, oh, I heard that you're not dating so-and-so. Sorry, like, trying to be yeah, yeah. sensitive to it. She's like, yeah, it's all good. And I was like, well, I'm so sorry I didn't, you know, work out, thinking she was heartbroken. She's like, no, I dumped him. Jeez. You never want to be the dumpy. It's just, no matter, like you said, no matter how bad you want out, when when the other person says goodbye, it's worse. (laughs) Some, and I always think like that in that Tarantino movie, Pulp Fiction, when he's meeting with Marcellus Wallace and he's telling um, Bruce Willis to take a dive, he goes, no, you're going to feel this thing in the back of your head telling you not to do it. That's that's just pride blanking with you. Pride. That's just pride blanking with you. I was trying to think of that. Like if a girl breaks up with you, that's like, dude, that's just that's just pride messing with you. But it still hurts. But it's pride still hurts. or not. I mean, it doesn't it doesn't feel great on the girl end either. I mean, it I, you know, no, I mean, I think it, 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 it but it also it's like it doesn't feel great. Um, It doesn't feel great dumping somebody either. It's not like you're like doing a victory lap that you got it in first. I mean, it's still the end of something that you yeah, cared you about for some point. Yeah, you got to do the awkward uh, meeting and the lunch, and it's not it's not you, it's yes. me. I've changed. Well, Amber Heard usually destroys men and throws them on the scrap heap, so mm-hmm. we're glad that Elon got out early yeah. so he yes. can go back to creating spaceships. The one breakup that we are sad about this morning is the um, alleged breakup between Chris Pratt and Anna Ferris. The two have uh, filed for legal separation after eight years of marriage. They made it social media official by posting a statement on Instagram saying that, you know, they worked really hard and that they're really disappointed, but it's just, it's time to call it quits. I know they've got a son. He's going to be five later this month. His name's Jack and he's, you know, Chris Pratt wrote, our son has two parents that love him very much, and they're just asking for privacy at this time for the sake of their five-year-old Now son. it's a race to see who uh, will date Aaron Carter. Oh, yeah. Since they yes. both can. Oh, yeah. Chris I mean, Pratt or Anna Ferris can both date <laughs> Aaron Carter. Aaron Carter has um, uh, had liberated himself from his girlfriend, Madison Parker. He's got some new music, I think, on the way. But in addition to all of that, I guess he's now single and ready to mingle with anyone. He's uh, admittedly bisexual. Uh, I guess uh, the split from his girlfriend was very amicable, and Aaron Carter is continuing to focus on his personal life. It sounds like it. Um, but yeah, it, it, I guess a part of that is going to be the fact that uh, he can. he's revealed that he's bisexual when he tweeted, When I was around 13 years old, I started to find boys and girls attractive. There were years that went by where I thought about it, but I wasn't sure until I was 17 years old. So after a few relationship with girls, I had an experience with a male that I had an attraction to mm-hmm. who also worked with and grew up with. So I don't know who that was that he so worked he with is. and grew up with, but he's had a relationship with some guy who he grew up with and worked with. He's full on ready to mingle. Yes. Mm-hmm. Streaming. No. I get it on my phone. I listen on my
online all the time.